Okay, I am so excited we got this finally working. Um, yes, oh, yeah, so it took forever. The first time that we did this, it was like two hours. First, it was one hour of trying to figure it out. Y luego la otra fue of recording, and we just went way too long. Wow, but it went by so fast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it was two hours, and I was sweating. It, I was hot. <laughs> Um, thirsty, thirsty. We didn't turn on the AC, and at the end, we just decided that that would be sort of our what? What did we call it? Like our our rough draft? I yeah. mean, it just. But you know what? We did it, right? Yes. That's the first step. Just See, to just do it. Yeah. <laughs> and today, I was thinking about doing something different, and uh, it just didn't work out. So I went back to what we were doing last time, and mm -hmm. I couldn't figure it out. And I was getting frustrated, and thankfully I found that YouTube guy that helped me figure out how to get the sound in and the sound out at the same time. So thank you for your patience. Yeah, no problem. I'm so happy to be here again and See, do this. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. So when when you walked in, the first thing I noticed was your your necklace. Ah, my Frida Kahlo necklace. Yes. yes. It's so beautiful. Ah, oh, thank you. Turquoise. Yeah. Where did you get that from? Uh, my cousin sent it to me from L.A. Uh -huh. I don't know where yeah. she got it, but she sent it to me. Let's see. And it had these really, it comes with, the, it's a little set, and it comes with these really pretty earrings, too. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, I was rushed, and I couldn't find the earrings, to be honest with you. <laughs> I didn't know where I put them. I put them somewhere where they wouldn't get damaged. Yeah. But, you know, when you do that, see. and then... And then you don't know where that place is. I know. When you try and go back and retrieve it. But um, I want to also compliment you on your dress. That's oh. really pretty. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And that's a really nice color. because See, it's, it's an emerald color. So oh. green, emerald green. Mm -hmm. And um, I, so this morning didn't start off. Well, it started off as planned with all the things that I wanted to do. And I exercised and I spent a little bit of time on my um, handmade jewelry. So I've been really good. Um, I've been really good with time management y todo. And, um, and then I exercised. I did what I did in the morning and I exercised. And then I was, you know, going to go jump into the shower, get ready to come to work. So um, I did all that. But then I realized, wait a minute, today I'm going in earlier. And I was on my other schedule of when I go in a little bit later, which is an hour later. And dije, híjole, es like, oh my gosh, tengo que irme, you know, a prisa, como correle que te alcanzo, because <laughs> I, I didn't want to be late, right? So I'm thinking, what am I going to wear? What am I going to wear? And there's this um, local designer, and she's from Watsonville. She has a boutique, and her name, the name of the boutique is... Um, queen's uh shoes and more boutique and she also designs her own clothing and her name's cindy and uh you can for for whoever's listening you can find her on instagram at um queen's shoes and more boutique uh and also for her own line which is cindy the label and this is from her line so I, I i love her stuff because you can just put it on and it just gives you this elevated look and she really knows the female body and pensé que me voy a poner y dije que okay, me voy a poner uno de los vestidos de Cindy because I know that just 
Like, I don't need to worry much about anything else. It's ready. It's not wrinkled. I can just put it on. Um, forget about my hair. It's going to air dry. And um, yeah, and I just love her stuff. And I love supporting her. She's such a sweet person. She's a she's a beautiful soul. So and you yes. hit the yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head because you look very put together. I would have never thought that you were like rushing to get out yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Cindy with the with a S or a C? S. Yeah, with, with an, an S. S. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So Cindy the label and you can find her on Instagram and then her store. And I think it'll be linked on there if you go um Queen Shoes Queen's Shoes and More. But I'll make sure to. I, I follow her on Instagram. Yes. I'm not sure. Um, so let me look it up because I know it's I just, Queens. Yeah, I just call call it Queens. Um, but I'm looking it up right now. Yo sé cómo se llama, pero ya, pero ya ves on, online. Or not online, but, you know, on. And she has sizes for everybody. See, sí, see. Sí. So it is, it's Queens Shoes. So Queens Shoes Boutique. And um, you can just look her up. She has really wonderful stuff. She has her stuff on um, online. And I actually own a lot of her her pieces, like her um, her own label stuff. And and it's funny because I tell her every time I get to talk to her, which is not as much as I would love to. I would love to hang out with her all the time. Pero siempre traigo algo de ella. Like either it's her label or it's her shoes or the shoes that she carries or coats or pants or something and people will always compliment like someone at least one person yeah, during the yeah. day me dice algo and they'll ask me where I got it um and I mean hopefully you know some now that we figured out how to record at some point I want to be able for us to interview uh people and I want to have her come on because um I've learned a lot about myself through um the friendship I developed with her and also how um about fashion y todo eso because mm-hmm. that hasn't mm-hmm. been like a huge thing for me but through her I've learned to sort of love that part and be okay with you know dressing up and mm-hmm. like all that sort of stuff so yeah yeah I'd love to meet her in person I've been following her for a while I love mm-hmm. the fact that she has something for everybody yeah um because you know that's been for me that's always been an issue kind of growing up that um, other people could find it quickly in their mm-hmm. size, but it wasn't something I could find. And then, and then it was, you know, I kind of wanted something a little bit different. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I like that. I've, I follow her and I see all of that and it's nice. Even with the shoes, it's mm-hmm. nice that she carries different sizes yeah. and widths. See, todo eso. And with shoes too, like I've learned to step outside of my comfort zone. It's been through her. Um, and it's like you, you know, when you take the time to do that, como que te da like a pep in your step, like you're walking and you just feel like, I don't know, you just feel like, no sé, I'm moving around like my head, como si me puedan ver, but it feels so good. So I'm just so thankful for her and for her, the friendship I've developed with her. I totally sí. agree. Yeah, sí. definitely. Pues, este, vamos a empezar con lo que vamos a platicar también. Okay. So part of what... um you know, I wanted to talk about was just to introduce ourselves, which we haven't, but we'll get to that. And just to talk about how we got to um, be where we're at professionally. And um, and I'll start off with introducing you. So you are Margarita Covarrubias. Thank you for being here today. And can you tell, just talk a little bit about what it is that, that you do? 
So I um, am a licensed clinical social worker. Mm-hmm. I provide school-based mental health services mm-hmm. to students um, through just general education. And also some of the students have an IEP yeah. through uh, special ed. So I provide services that way. Um, so I'm out at the schools a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now during the summer, usually we run groups or I pick up just other youth. Um, not in the elementary school age bracket, um, sometimes older kids, middle school, high school. Um, so in, in the summer, I like that variety that I can um, step out. But during my normal work in the school year, it's with elementary mm-hmm. age students. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we've talked a bit about um, how we chose the profession that we chose. And it's just interesting in that we sort of had a similar experience in how we came to choose our, our professions. And I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And um, growing up, I I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to go to, to school. And that's what, you know, we've talked about how that's been sort of our process. And, um, and it's just interesting how life leads you one way, you know, or you want to take life one way and you know, tercas to go that way. And then right. we're getting all these signs from the world or, you know, God, the universe and um, sordas, you know, like yeah. not listening. And from last time when we were recording for like an hour, that's sort of what we learned from each other. Yeah, we really zoomed in on, on that, that we had one, we had parallel experiences yeah. a lot. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and now with everything that's going on, I think with the pandemic, but with also all these, um, everything that's coming out regarding oppression and systematic changes that need to happen, um, we also kind of outlined that, right? That we yeah. went through some of that, that we were kind of pushed aside a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, maybe because we were females, maybe because we were, you know, judged as belonging to a certain group. Yeah. And um, maybe that we were looked at as like, uh, this person's not really going to make it. Or, I don't know, maybe somebody thought, this is what this person would be capable of, right? Yeah. That Okay, so this is the route we need to go into because this is all you're capable of. So limiting us and putting a cap on our dreams. So putting you in a box, sort of, right? And for me, at, at that time, I mean, I was in high school when that happened at the end of my high school career I had never had that experience before I mean I came here to the the high school I attended but um I started off 10th grade there and I had come from you know another place and um by the end of my senior year that's what I experienced and I had never experienced that before so we both um had that similar experience right yeah and 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 we talked a little bit about that which without getting too much into it we're not gonna spend another hour no 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 it's it's mucho (laughs) but um you know one of the things that we had um came up with was that uh it it was prejudice right Mm -hmm. i mean we were you were seen a certain way because of where you had come from which was from a different country Mm -hmm. and i you know being born and raised here was seen as not having the capacity right because of where I was living at, yeah. maybe the zip code I was, you know, at, or mm-hmm. I don't know, the 
the group of friends I had. I don't know what it was, yeah. but um, that it was seen like, you know, this this girl's not really in the popular crowd. She really hasn't done much extracurricular stuff. So I think maybe was labeled as a little bit of, um, I don't know, maybe lazy, mm-hmm. maybe like, ah, no, she's just, she's not going to make it. Right. See? Um. So that was interesting that we both had those parallel experiences of yeah. being kind of like written off. Yeah, that that was my experience. And it was surprising to hear that from you, too. Um, and I, I mean, I can right now, like I I'm getting the image of when I had like that, like, oh, Chetos, you know, like someone like what? What? This is it. This is happening right now. Like, what the heck? No, I've been raised all my life. Knowing that I'm going to college. Yes, I don't know what I want to do, but I know I'm going to college and I'm going to go. So I went to community college and I spent there like we were talking about four years and I had like multiple jobs at once. And at some point I had like three jobs and I was, you know, a full time student. So that that didn't help. That's why I was there, you know, at the community college four years. But it helped me to really um, just experience um, college in the sense more the academic sense which then, you know, I started off wanting to do biology and I transferred over to UC Santa Cruz, um, también doing biology. And then at a quarter before I graduated, I decided que ya no quería hacer eso. I worked at labs and all that and I enjoyed it. It was fun. And at some point I said, I don't want to do this. I want to have human interaction. So then I switched over a quarter before I graduated and I did psychology for my undergrad and I graduated with the, the BS and and um, and it's it was kind of funny to hear that parallel experience from you. Like I didn't know that. Yeah, right. Um, that that was that was my thing too. And I think we had also talked about like some people that from a very young age knew oh, yeah. what they wanted to do, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And I think, like you said, maybe we had those messages sent to us. Maybe we knew we were particularly good at, mm-hmm. at something, but we really felt that our happiness, right? That pursuit of happiness was yeah. going to be this in this other area. Yes. But, you know, the thing that really stands out is that we had grit, right? And, yeah. and mm-hmm. at some point, I, I, you know, I think about that in Spanish and I'm like, I don't know how you would translate grit. Other than what the first word that comes up to me is like leterque, right? Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, really just, mm-hmm. leterca was, yeah. because that similar experience yeah. in high school of you're not going to go to college. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, well then I'll just go, I am going to go to college. May not, I may not be ready to transfer to a four-year college, but I'm going to stay here and go to a city college mm-hmm. and I'm going to figure out my way. Like yeah. I'm going to figure out my own way. Uh-huh. Um, and I tried to do that and work and do everything else. And, you know, I have no regrets of that, yeah. of having stayed for so long and having worked. But it was also that grit as things kind of came my way where mm-hmm. I, I think back and I'm like, I could have just settled. I could have just been like, you know what, I'm going to finish two years and then start working. And yeah, that's it. But because I had this dream and I really wanted it and... You know, I was like, I'm not going to give up on it. I'm just, I'm going to go, I'm going to launch, you know, I'm going to move. And thankfully I had stayed and worked and did all of that and, you know, put my money aside too, that when it came to that time to launch, I I really felt confident with Mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But then 
still didn't know what I wanted to do. Yep. I just mm-hmm. you know, was like, okay, I got here. Yeah. Now, now I don't know what I want to do still. Lo, lo mismo with me. You know, I did that too. I went to UC Santa Cruz. I'm like, yay. I, I mean, I love UC Santa Cruz. I, the smell of the redwoods. Oh, I bet. Walking yeah. with the baby deer. What do you call baby deer? Fawn? With Bambi, Bambi, with Bambi, walking with Bambi, going to class. It was it was awesome, and it was also a time where I um, learned to accept myself in in different ways um, because I was just surrounded by so many different people, and I didn't feel like I had to fit a cookie cutter, right? So I could just be me, um, and being me meaning like I can wear shorts now. <laughs> You know, that was one of the things I didn't want to wear shorts out in, you know, public porque me daba vergüenza. And over there, I'm like, aquí nadie me conoce, I'm putting on shorts. So that was sort of the beginning of my journey with being comfortable in my own skin. Um, And then after that, like the same thing, I graduated and then I'm like, yay, you know, y ahora que? And I remember, you know, at some point in my life, someone that was uh, very helpful and a very good person to me said when I had mentioned that I wanted to become a therapist, they discouraged me and they said, "Um, no, you know, how are you going to do it? Only rich people go to therapy. And I was like, oh, shoot, you know. If I have this person that is very knowledgeable and telling me this, I can't I can't do that. So that's where I had the struggle before I I switched over to psychology where I felt like, no, I have to be able to provide for myself because, you know, our parents, that's what they say, you know, para que te puedas mantener tú sola, ve a la escuela, para que Mm -hmm. nadie te mande and all that sort of stuff. (laughs) And so now I had this fear. So that's part of what slowed down my process in, in going into psychology. But then after that, and I graduated and, um, then for a year, I worked as a substitute teacher um, and trying to, to figure out que voy a hacer. And I still, like, deep, deep inside of me, I wanted to do therapy, but there is this, this just sort of feeling lens veil of fear, so I wouldn't do it. And that year allowed me to explore through volunteer work um, the, the mental health field. And it was through those opportunities que, que decidí, I can do this and I can have a career in it. And it was through volunteering with a nonprofit here and their um, Casa de Court-Appointed court Special Advocates of Monterey County that I was, I had the, the, the privilege of being able to sit in, in court hearings that are close to the public. And I discovered that there's a need. There's a huge need. You know, for anybody that's listening, that's interested in coming into the mental health field, becoming a therapist, a psychologist, a licensed clinical social worker, anything in that area, especially here, you know, we're in Salinas, California, Monterey County, there's a high need. And I didn't know that because I didn't come from, you know, an educated family in the sense of, you know, traditional sort of um, college. So when I saw that, I'm like, there's a need and I could fill it. Because my brain works that way. It's like yeah, linear, yeah. analytical, yeah. rational. Se me prendió el foco. Yeah. I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. And it was within that year that I applied to um, graduate school to University of San Francisco. And uh, to my surprise, it was the only school. I don't recommend doing this if you're planning to apply to graduate school. Don't apply just to one. Apply to a lot. Mm-hmm. I only applied to one and I applied to that one. And um, and to my surprise, I got in. I, re- I still, I'm like having 
you know, flashbacks uh-huh. that I went to the the post, not the post office, the El Correo, the, ¿cómo se llama? The post office? No. No. Where they deliver your mail at, by your house? <laughs> the mailbox? The mailbox. No mailbox. Well, yeah, yeah. Community. Like, oh. We have community mailboxes. Oh, yes, right? yes. Yeah. So we and I got oh, it, and I'm walking back to the house, and I don't want to open it because, because in that moment, I mean, that was my plan, and if that didn't work out, because I had just applied to one school, I don't know what I was gonna do. So I, I got accepted, you know, and and all that. But that was sort of my journey with it. That's so, so funny. Um, I, you know, I, I the way I got into the social work field and and I've shared this with you was that, you know, I was an administration of justice Mm -hmm. major. Right. And, and the same thing uh, close to, I think it was the last quarter or the last semester. I was like in, in one of my classes, I think it was a criminology class. And the professor told me, you know, you, you write like a social worker. And Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't know what social Mm -hmm. workers did. I didn't know anything about social work. And, um, you know, my parents have always told me, right? Preguntando se llega a Roma. Yeah. And so I've always been really good at that, that I'm, you know, something piques my curiosity and mm-hmm. I'll go and I'll ask. Mm-hmm. And then if that person doesn't have an answer, then I'll go ask somebody else. Um, and, you know, that that's just the way I've kind of learned what what's going to fit for me and what's not. Right. So. I went and I asked somebody that I thought was like a social work major and I went and I asked her and she told me, you know, there's an introductory an introduction to social work class. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, cool. I'm going to take it. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to just check it out. And I did. And I was like, wow, I think I could be really good at this. I think this is really a field I, I feel I could get into. And the biggest thing that kind of called me to that was just, you know, the social justice piece, um, you know, the creating systematic change and all of that Mm -hmm. uh, really piqued my interest. I wasn't really interested in mental health at that time. I just felt like this um, is something I could really get into. And to be honest with you, I felt like I could transfer a lot of the credits that <laughs> from my administration yeah, yeah. of justice courses and, and it won't be a complete loss. Mm-hmm. And this is a field that's so broad that I could probably figure out a way to do what I really want to do when I figure that out. And, um, this, this won't be wasted time and money, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, when I, uh, after that, I was like, okay, this is it. I'm going to declare my major. I'm going to change it, you know, all this stuff. Um, and then I was told this kind of similar, you know, mm-hmm. like if you really want to be able to support yourself, you need to have a master's degree in this field. So yeah. you're going to have to go and pursue a master's mm-hmm. degree. And I remember I applied um, to to different schools I really wanted to get into Berkeley mm-hmm. um but I was fearful too of like where where was I gonna live and how expensive it was there oh yeah and I was paying for a lot of the stuff on my own and so I was just really you know I was like no I can't I can't pay for a place to live there um and I don't know I didn't really know also what it was like to live on campus so it's just like it has to be somewhere where I can rent 
a place and and live on my own and work right Mm -hmm. um so you know i applied to various schools and similar experience but i did babysitting as a side job during that time (laughs) after graduating a very specialized (laughs) babysitter i took in all the neighborhood kids right (laughs) it was just like i don't care behavior problems or not it's okay i can handle it you know i'm a social worker so um i I did that, and then when, once I had my money together, I took off to Europe. I took off to Spain, and um, I stayed over there the period that I felt until I was until my parents called me and said, "There's letters here for you, um, and they're from the different colleges that you applied to. Uh, when are you coming back?" Type mm-hmm. of thing. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, "Shoot, I gotta come back. I gotta find out. I gotta plan. Yeah. Like, where am I gonna live? Whatever." So I did, and then much to you know, much to my surprise, I got accepted at, at San Jose State because it was at that time uh, the focus was on uh, transcultural practices, mm-hmm. and um, I had been learning about the mental health field, and I had been learning about licensed clinical social workers, and I yeah. was like, oh, this is cool. This is something I really would want to get into. Um, and by that time, I pretty much knew in my heart, like that's what I want to do. Yeah. And also because at some point in learning about the mental health field, I had learned also that there wasn't enough bilingual clinicians, mm-hmm. one, and that there was people in our community that wanted the service. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that thought that you have to be rich and monolingual English speaking, that mm-hmm. those are the, the, Mm-hmm. The clientele that check in that checks yeah. in for therapy. Yes, that was a myth buster for me already. You know that I was like, nope, uh-huh. I could definitely provide us a, uh, a service, and I could be an agent of change, right? Yes. And so very exciting for me, and I thought this is it, I can do this. Um, and so when I came back, I was I was ready to go. You know, I had another area though that very expensive to live at Mm -hmm. and um but I felt very confident because all of this whole time with being dismissed or categorized or uh questioned as to like how are you gonna do that um you know even with my parents my parents have always been very supported but they did like what a therapist a clinician what is that like right um so they I think it it was maybe about maybe in the last five years that they've understood mm-hmm. really what I do. Right. Yeah. So um, when I got to the master's program, it was fascinated. I wanted to just I felt very masterful, like mm-hmm. this is something I can finally do and I I'm good at. Yeah. And then, you know, with an internship, I had a couple of bad experiences here and there, but. Like you said, I found somebody that was very good to me and that mm-hmm. that guided me mm-hmm. um, as much as she could. Yeah. Um, and she just was really good at kind of telling me, you should consider this and just leaving it at that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think she had picked up on like this girl's going to, you know, she's terca. She's going to do it her mm-hmm. own way. Right. So um She was really good at just kind of giving me the information and then letting me take it or leave it or do whatever I wanted to. But she she was a very great influence 
um, on my life and as a mentor and as a licensed clinical social worker herself. Um, and I think in my internship, we also talked about this. That's when, when people kept coming back, how much of a surprise oh. that was, right? Providing oh a service and then them yeah. coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm in private practice and I, you know, I opened up my practice in, um, 20, 20 K 2012, 2012. And, um, I mean, with no, I'm not a, a, a business trained person. I, my specialization is in mental health, specifically in, uh, marriage and family therapy. Right. So it wasn't on how to open up a business or just like the business aspect of it. And for me, it's been such a learning experience about talk about the the feeling of someone's going to come and see me like the primero, you know, and even now. Um, but I can go back to just the, the the worry of you're you're opening up and you don't know if people are going to come, right? So I guess that como esa duda, that will people even come? Mm-hmm. And um, a little bit of the fear. And then all those things that people have said before, right, sort of start to to come up. Uh, but it was, for me, almost like having that happy dance of like, oh, my God, you know, they're, they're coming back. They keep on coming back. And como ese, la sorpresa, the astonishment of it, right? Yeah. And, and as... Um as you start to get molded a little bit too, right? Yeah. Um, you start to find your way of doing it. Yes. And um, your very specific way of doing yes. it. Yes. And it's not a one size fits all. Yep. And, um, you know, I always encourage people to shop around just like they would for anything else. For shop a around stylist. Right? You're not going to go back to the ham- sorry, same hairstylist y no te gusta como te cortaron el cabello. Right. Right? Why would you go back and pay them? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah. Right? So the same thing with a therapist. It's and we don't uh, we don't take it personally. I don't take it personally because I know my style won't fit everybody. Right? No, and I and I've come across people, you know, I've done my own therapy and mm-hmm. so um you know, there's been people that I that I walk in and I'm like, this person's really, really nice. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what it is. I don't know who they remind me of or, yeah. or what it yes. is or something about them. But it's just not a good fit. And that's OK. You yeah. know, in, in that aspect, I have not been a terca. Uh-huh. I've been like, OK, this isn't going to work. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to keep trying. See, um, because I think that that needs to just feel like naturally yeah it's something natural oh, and it yeah. needs to be it needs to be a click yes because you know i mean the work is you're not gonna be able to fully do the work that you need to do yeah. and whatever it is you know that's coming up for you and it just doesn't work yeah i mean yeah. to shop around and i i have also done my own you know personal work and it's so important um i mean we're in, in this business and it's important that's why we're in the business Pero también as professionals for us to do our own therapy, right? Yeah. Um, it's so important. It just informs our own practice and it, it just makes us better at what we do. Yeah. And I was fortunate to find a therapist here too that I worked with um, for for a few years and I did really, really good work. Eso me digo yo, ¿verdad? Really, really good work. Um, and then I found a different type of, of therapy that somatic experience of therapy in which I'm getting trained now and I love it. I love it. I love it. 
And I was able to have a session with a very experienced um, therapist. And it was mind blowing. We have to do, you know, uh, an episode de eso. But it, it, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just the different forms of healing and, and all of that, you know, and that's what I think I love the most about my career that I always feel like there's new things coming, new things to learn, um, different areas to explore so much growth, you know, and it's, it doesn't, there's days that I'm tired, but I never feel like I hate this. I shouldn't have chose. Oh, I yeah. never in yep. my life have had that thought. Lo mismo yo. Um, I had someone that made me question that at one point, uh-huh. um, just because of the feedback. And I think I was really young too. I didn't, you know, you're so vulnerable when you're starting off. Oh yeah, as a young clinician, and el, el miedo. I mean, talk about sweating, right? Yes, yes. You're sitting in front of someone, and and then you know all that you know, and then you walk in there and you're like, oh shoot, right? Yeah. And that's why it's important to have your own therapy too, right? Because yes. I think if, if I wouldn't have had a therapist at that time to kind of challenge the thinking and the questioning that was going on after that mm-hmm. um, particular experience, um, it was somebody that was supervising me mm-hmm. and she wanted me to do it, it, you know, to go after this situation in a certain way and approach mm-hmm. it in a certain way. And I didn't feel comfortable with it. Yeah. And she made some comments about me like, this is probably why you don't feel comfortable about it. And she made these like assumptions, right? Some and leading, 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 not questions, stabs. <laughs> stabs. <laughs> they were just stabs. Um, and I don't know what she was going through. There was just definitely some, some transference stuff there. Right. So she, um, you know, she made those comments and I just remember going back into my office where I was working and shutting the door and just crying oh. and just thinking, I'm not going to be good. at. I thought I, I thought I was going to be good at this and maybe I'm not mm-hmm. because she's telling me that I need to change this about my personality if I mm. want to be successful. You know that, you know, she, she said, you're being too mild mannered. That word, that I. term has always stuck to me, you know, like you need to just already kind of confront this situation with this family. You know, you're being too mild mannered. What was her, her, her theoretical perspective? <laughs> I don't know, but it was like session two and you want me to do that? Like they're not going to come back. So um, anyway, it was just if I wouldn't have had my own therapist to have gone to that was like, what? Where else have you heard this from? And I said, nowhere else. Is anybody else told you that? Nope. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do the clients keep coming back? Yes. Do they do you feel like they're making progress? Yes. Yeah. That's okay. Then that just sounds like it was her opinion. Yes. And yeah. And say yes to that. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and I thought, okay, then yeah, you know what? That's right. Right. This, this was just her opinion. Um, and, and something had gotten shooken up there too, because I think if you would have told me that much younger, if I would have been much younger, I would have been like, okay, no, you're wrong. You don't. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like the you know, teenager I, in us. Yeah. I would have been yeah. able to have called that, yeah. you know. So yeah. I think that that's a, that's the strength with young, you know, young adolescents yes. and young adults. Yes. That they can 
look at it that way, right? Yeah, I, I love that. I love being able to channel that part, you know, and I think for me, like the older I've gotten, um, the less I do that. But when I do that, it feels empowering. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember being 17 years old and, you know, doing this and also some of like that social welfare justice and todo eso. And I was 17 years old. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, we, we shared about, you know, our experiences with the guidance counselor, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. that, that we found out that it was the same guidance yes. counselor after comparing notes. After many, many years. Many years. And, um, but this the same thing of someone giving you their opinion of who you are and what you're that. supposed to do, right? For me, it was like, See. you should go to a beauty school and yeah. do hair. And I thought, man, I don't even do my own hair. I, yeah. I don't have patience for and that. It's, See, it's that piece, what you're saying, somebody like trying to tell you who you are. And I think it's so important for us to, to be able to recognize that when someone's trying to confuse you about who you are. Right. Right. To be able to, este, este me está diciendo? No. Right. Like yeah. to center ourselves and know you're not going to come here and confuse me about who I am. Right. And and I think the other thing, you know, and the other piece to that, the other important piece to that is, you know, he, you know, fast forward when this supervisor told me that um, I had I had proof. Right. Uh -huh. This therapist helped me like, look, you know, nobody else has told you that. Um, the families haven't told you that nobody's refusing to work with you. So. You know, that's just strictly her opinion. Yes. But in the past, when this counselor told me that, man, if I wouldn't have had that um, commitment to my dream, mm -hmm. I would have totally gone sideways because my grades were not good. Yeah. Um, I hadn't done any extracurricular stuff. Mm -hmm. I hadn't done any of the stuff that you need to transfer to college. So it could have I could have totally just been you know what? You're right. Okay. I should just do this and yeah. get a job and that's it. Yeah. Right. And that that's the end of that. Yeah. Right. But the, the fact that I saw like at least a little crack in the door, I was like, Oh no, I'm going to, I'm going to squeeze See. in there. I'm going to figure out how to do it. And that was going through a city college. Right. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, two years and I can do that. Yeah. And then even after two years, you know, still not fully there uh -huh. because I was working and doing everything else. But, the fact that it still was a priority yeah. for me and that I felt like I need to be patient with myself. I'm going to get there. Mm -hmm. It's going to come and I'm going to stick to it. And I, and I think that comes from a combination of having parents too, that kind of, I don't know if that was their ultimatum, but I think it was pushed from a young age, right? Like go yeah. to school, go to school, mm -hmm. go to school. So sí. it's kind of, Para que no trabajes como burra, burro, yeah, yeah. you know, and you can have a better life. And I think, you know, like the whole purpose and intention when doing this episode is to be able to just share our experience and how you can, you can do it many different ways. Like, uh, para ti, how many years did it take you from um, community college to graduate school mm -hmm. to finish? Mm -hmm. ¿Cuántos hiciste de community? Um, about three years mm -hmm. yeah and then two years when i transferred Five. and then another two years of graduate seven. school so seven years right and um para mí fue four years of community two years of undergrad and two years of graduate so ocho uh -huh. right and i think that's so important um and that's why i wanted to share our experience porque hay 
de tantas maneras that, that we're able to do it. And, and seeing one way of doing it doesn't mean that that's the only way that you can be successful. And I think success is, you know, something that um, is measured differently by, by whoever it is that's measuring the success, you know. Um, and I think that that's important to recognize. I mean, success has been different for, for us throughout our career. What it means, success has been like, yes, you know, I was able to, to do this. Or yes, you're coming back or whatever it is. Or yes, I was able to complete this assessment or cualquier cosa. Así. Right, right. And I, you know, and also success of finally finding your spot. Yes. Right. Sí. And finally finding like. This this is work, and yeah, sometimes it's exhausting. It's a little overwhelming, mm -hmm. but man, I you know I know that by tomorrow I'll be okay. Yeah, and I and I'm gonna wanna, I'll just pick up and come in and do it all over again because I enjoy it so much. Yes. I can't see myself stopping. I could see myself shifting mm -hmm. because you've been my mentor now with the with private practice and all of that. Um, I could see things changing for me in that aspect, mm -hmm. but. Um, as far as doing anything else that's not clinical, I don't see myself doing that, yeah. you know, for now. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoy what I do. And I think that's, that is also success. When you find your spot and you say, yeah, I'm parking it here because this yeah. is really what I want to do. Um, I think the other thing too is um, that it's okay. We talked about that, right? It's okay to make U-turns, right? Oh yeah. Those are, those are, those are fun. You know, <laughs> in the, the U-turn too. You shouldn't see them as a waste of time. No. No, and, and the U-turns, you, you learn a lot, you know. And ahorita, I'm looking down at the timer. Ya vamos como a 41 minutes. Dang, we just Se do this. We just keep pláticas. going. So we, I, I, we, I forgot to to even say who we are at the beginning. We are <laughs> Nuestras Pláticas, Body, I Mind, see Spirit you. Podcast. I see you and I automatically start. Witty, witty, witty. Yeah. Talky, talky. Y esa es la cosa. <laughs> so, um, you know, the way that I want to close off is... Um, well, first, I wanted to make sure that I said that uh, we are Nuestras Pláticas, Body, Mind, and Spirit podcast. So we do have an Instagram account that uh, people could follow us at. Y les voy a decir in a few minutes. But um, I just want to do something a little bit fun um, to end. So um, let's see. I was thinking como to share unas dos o tres cositas. De cualquier cosa. It doesn't have to be anything deep. Um so I'll think about something. Um, what? Who did you listen to this morning? What type of music? If you listen to music this morning. This morning, I woke up to the Gypsy Kings. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I had to make pancakes this morning for uh -huh. my kids, and that's sí. what got me going. Sí. <laughs> it's the Gypsy Kings. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. I like them. They're fun. Did you listen to any music this See, time? I listened to, a ver qué. Déjame acuerdo, because I was changing it. Um, who did I listen to? I was, so I went from listening to Oso Matli to then oh, going, I love, I lo oh my gosh, I have a story about. Can't wait yeah, till yeah. we can have concerts again. I know, right? So them, and then I went to Natalia Lafourcade. I love her. I love her too. And then I went to Juan Gabriel. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, let's go. And that was our initial connection, right? That yeah. with the Juan Gabriel that yes. we both really like Juan yes. Gabriel. So. so that, ahorita se me prendió el foco. So if you weren't a licensed clinical social worker, and you could be 
anything that you wanted to be. And so when I say that, not to think about whether you have the skills or you don't, but there's a magic wand, bing, you know, and you could be whoever, whatever career you wanted to be. You love the one you have oh now, pero no más. I know, I know, I know, Girl. I know. Oh my gosh. And this is a future, like, uh, also career goal because, uh -huh. you know, I'm really good at trying to figure out how to tie that back in. But I would love to do acting. Mm -hmm. I would love to be an actress and Ooh. I would just really like that. I love drama and I wish I could do that. Yeah. Um, maybe in the future that might be something that I can incorporate into yeah. clinical work, right? Oh, yeah. Teatro. Yeah. Yes. And we have a few um, like agencies around, not agencies, pero como programas, que no es el teatro campesino and yes. then the Western stage and yeah. then algo Aerial. más. Aerial? Something in, yeah, Aerial. And is there something in the East Side too? Well, um, I know the Alice L Center for the Fine Arts. Mm -hmm. They do um, yeah. some, yeah, definitely something in the arts. Sí. I think they do have, I know they do have theater. Um, but for the little kids, like I would like to uh, do that with yes. uh, elementary age kids. Mm -hmm. I'd really like to start something like that. Yeah. And I've never had any anything professional or yeah. anything like that, but... I've always liked that, and I enjoy doing voices with my kids, with mm -hmm. my own children. Mm -hmm. We do that. My son was doing uh, Shaggy last mm -hmm. night from Scooby-Doo, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, my daughter role plays that. She Last night, I think she was an opera singer, and she oh, was singing and doing good. that. So, I and can then the see night before, singing. Yeah, the night before, she was a mariachi, you know, part mm -hmm. of a mariachi. Oh, so, yeah. so we, yeah, we do a lot of, of that at home and just being silly with it so but that would be my dream yeah i'd love to be an actress what about you me you're so creative i could see you sabes que um i would love to in another life maybe in this one too pero quien sabe um to sing i would yes. love to be a singer but not like a, a singer just for myself meaning like to know how to sing Right. Yeah. To know like the technicality of it and to know how to sing. Um, and may I, it, yeah, a singer, not like to be famous. I would not want to be famous, um, but I would like to be able to have that that gift, that talent and not just any type of music. Me gustaría ser así como entre Lila Downs. Oh, entre um, quien más? I was listening <laughs> to this lady. She's really good. Maybe you've listened to her. Um, Julia something I don't know what um, no como Paquita la del barrio I like Paquita la del barrio pero um, uh -huh. I have to show you who she is it was amazing like the music um, como así como, oh. como de ese tipo de música como se llama esa música no es regional mexicana pues no es regional es um, but just like that like sí, voice sí, like I you know who I since years ago listened to is Chavela Vargas. I really like uh -huh. her voice. I like that it's not, maybe because I feel sometimes like I have a very deep voice. You know, when yeah. we were preparing to yeah. do this, and I'm like, should I tone it down? Because my voice sounds really we're, loud. We're trying you know? to figure out our, our voices, right? Like, I feel, I'm always surprised. Okay, I feel like I'm yelling, y, y nada. And I'm like, where's my voice? And I always feel like, okay, I gotta, I gotta try and like, um, talk from maybe a different place so mm -hmm. that it doesn't sound so deep you know sí. and then uh but i that's what i like about chavela vargas that yeah. she's just 
yeah you know, her voice was Neville's very foot, uh, fuerte, yeah. you know yeah and her appearance too right she sí. wasn't you yeah. know uh, your typical female singer yeah. you know, con los aretes mm -hmm. y maquillada and long sí. hair you know yeah. she, her su pelo corto mm -hmm. and everything yeah so, Yeah, so I admire that. Uh, there's something about, you know, ahorita que estás diciendo eso. Y Lila esa, Downs también, lo mismo. Ella right? tiene cabello largo y me gustan sus faldas sí, y pero, todo, pero tiene una vocesota. And I think she was classically trained in opera, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's interesting because, and we're going to need to stop, pero eh, como esa señora que dices y luego la otra que no me acuerdo su nombre y luego Paquita, la del barrio, they all had short hair. Yeah. Right? So I, I admire people like that, that they sí. can... You know, I'm getting there, but I'm not there yet. Yeah. Where the, que me ponga algo y que diga, you know. That's why we oh, got to go to Cindy's. That's why we got to go to Cindy's. We yeah. got to book our appointment. <laughs> but, okay, so the last thing. So, the last thing is. Did um, we get to the three things? Falta uno más. Falta uno okay. Algo de comida. Okay. okay. Um, ¿Qué se te antojaría comer? Ahorita. Mm -hmm. Ay, ay, ay. Um... I could really go for some sushi. Sushi? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And that's because nobody in my house, well, maybe my son. My son, he likes sushi, but mm -hmm. nobody else really. My husband's getting there, but he's kind of like, yeah, no, we, you know, he keeps like postponing it. Like, yeah, yeah, no, we'll try it next time. We'll go next time, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's never a place that we can all go to together yeah. to go right now just to pick up. You know, that's always a struggle, food. ¿verdad? Yeah. When people in the family have different sí. palates. So, cuando me doy mi escapadita, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get some sushi. That's my yeah. thing. Pero, pues, ay, yo para la comida, I'm not really picky, man. Mm -hmm. I'm not a picky eater. Um, pero eso es lo que se me antoja ahorita, like some good sushi. That sounds good. Um, but I could also go for, like, uh, a friend was posting, because uh, she has her friend who... Just, I don't know how long he's been in business with the tortas, um, but she's posted a couple locally. Locally. ¿Cuáles son? Tortas al... Tortas al cien. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 I'm like, I, last time I got there and it was too late. My husband and I got there and it was too late. And I liked the fact that we were all able, this was pre-pandemic, we were mm -hmm. all able to get something that we wanted. Pero ya él ya había cerrado, so I didn't get to Aww. taste, to have any. And then the other time by, in Monterey, he was parked there and there was a long, long line. Yeah. You know, and then it looks longer because people are six feet apart yeah. standing out there. See. Um, And the kids were just like, we well, just want to go home. So I didn't get to have one. So. I've seen there, some of their pictures. I think they're on Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. I think I saw. The, But I you haven't know. tried it? No. Yeah. No. Nada más have visto. Like, I think somebody else has promoted them. I think they're Masa for the Raza. I've seen that. Y salió ahí. Um, yeah. But, oh, that would be good. Maybe I, después de esto. Sí. Y a ti? A mí se me antoja. Um, oh, gosh. La boca se me hace agua. So I'm thinking about fruit. I want um, tunas con tajín. Oh, um, my God. And I like I like that we're able to get them, uh, yeah, you know, prepared. Um, there's a local place here. They have a, a few little, uh, not little, but a few establishments, 
lugares, PKM. Oh, yeah. Right? They're family owned, ¿verdad? Yeah, they're family owned. Yes, so I like sí, that. Cierto, I like no a lot of their ellos. stuff. Yes, yeah. so I like their tunas. Um, well, I like everything, but I want tunas con tajín, limón. And one thing that I've actually grown to like is chamoy. I didn't like chamoy before. No. Mm. And it was through BKM that I tr that I had it like the second time. And I liked it. The first time I liked it, I was like, oh, no me gustó. Uh, my, mom's, my mom's from the border, so uh -huh. chamoy is like yeah. popular. I, I, I didn't understand chamoy like a few years ago until BKM. So I think I'm going to And that's like some. an Asian... Chamoy? El chamoy? Really? Uh -huh. Yeah. I didn't know. That. Le, you know, according to my family, they've told me that it's the it los chinos mexicanos that are there in Mexicali, which is a, a big population there. That is interesting. Yeah. The more you know. Yes. That? Very interesting. Well, we are at 52 minutes, so we did we did really good, right? Yay. Eight minutes less than Yay. last time, but we, we got to talk about a lot. So the last thing I just want to say is that we are on Instagram. If you guys want to follow us there at Nuestras Platicas. And um, I don't know how long this is going to take for me to upload. I'm trying to find music uh, that's affordable, you know, for our podcast. And this is the second season. I have the first season already recorded which if you go and check out it's going to be just relaxation exercises that I recorded and that came from also wanting to share with the community a bit of you know what I use tools and all that because I would find myself you know saying oh go you know go check this out and you can look it up in YouTube and just these keywords iban a salir right so you can do these exercises and part of me felt like man that's just like how you know are they going to find stuff that works or whatever it is you know whoever's recording mm -hmm. so i thought i'm, I'm gonna do it so i have a few of those if you know you guys that are listening want to check them out but um right now i'm looking for affordable music a service to be able to get the like royalty free and licensing for it so yes um the other thing not to forget and you si se me olvida me and otras veces remind me just to say that if you did listen to us and you guys like us to please you know leave a comment review us and um, that will help to be able to get the word out so the more reviews we get um, and comments then it just sort of expands that you know into the community and that's the whole purpose of really you know having this as a resource and information um, for whoever it might be helpful for. Yeah. Y también que pueden dejar comentarios en español, sí, sí. ¿verdad? Yeah. Oh, sí, sí. Porque Igual. en el futuro podemos yeah. hacer well, yeah. pláticas that's solamente what, en español. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're yeah. planning yeah. to y do. Y en inglés, también. right? Yes. English and Spanish. And Spanglish. And I think what's going to happen is going to be a lot of Spanglish. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, the exercises I recorded, they're all either in English or in Spanish. So yeah. no hay Spanglish, porque si no hay, I don't know how that would work, but. Pues no. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for taking the time today to come over. And I know you're super busy, but I'm super excited to see how this goes. And, you know, um, just for us to continue. Yes, I'm super, I was super excited to be here and um, more to come. Yes. Right? Pues andar después. Thank you for coming. Gracias. Okay, bye.